We back. We're back. How are you We're doing, back, Bianca? Baby. <laughs> I'm good, boo. How are you? I'm good. It's been a minute. And by a minute, like several months. <laughs> a couple of months there have passed. It has been crazy times, I would say. But I'm glad we're we're back on the mic. Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you guys for sticking with us through a little bit of a hiatus. Obviously, summer hit, um, and we just had a lot going on. You know, I did some traveling. I had an exciting project come up um, that I'll talk about in a little bit. And Bianca's also had some life changes, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to get into it with our fans, but listeners, I would say, but. Yeah, I I will have to say we I think the hiatus was well deserved because Finland was kind of allowed a summer this this summer 2020 despite everything that was going on so we definitely had to take advantage. Yeah, for sure. Not only was the weather like absolutely gorgeous, but you know, the numbers and casualties of COVID were minimal. I think we went several weeks without a death. Um, and Mm -hmm. most of the numbers like stayed really, really low. So I know I got out for some really nice hikes, definitely spent some time at the beach. Um, it definitely, we we had an opportunity to feel normal. Yeah. We were really lucky in, in Finland. Well, I was, and then I moved, but we'll get into that. Yeah. You're still there. You're still there. (laughs) I am still in Finland, uh, reaping in the benefits of this wonderful, wonderful place. Um, But yeah, no, I'm so excited that we finally, you know, took an opportunity to get back uh, together and connect and really just share with our listeners. I know we kind of left you guys on the hook there for a little bit, um, but, you know, we 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 left you guys with a lot to think about Um, conspiracy theories. (laughs) Right. I'm sure they kept you up at night. Uh, hands down. And, you know, everyone still needed more time to reflect on all of the wonderful life advice that we've been giving them for weeks on end. So much. They had to just, yeah, really re-listen, honestly, properly and um, recoup and, you know, let us know what your favorite uh, life advice was from this podcast. Yeah. Uh, We'll put that as a follow-up for you all um, later on. (laughs) Let us know how we changed your life, how... (laughs) (laughs) how you saved thousands of dollars, how you lost, you know, 150 pounds. Uh, <laughs> speaking I'm of which, Bianca, how's the snacking going? How's the what going? The snacking. Oh, let me tell you about my snacking. Um, I will say it has improved. And I think it's because... I guess I'll just share with everyone uh, right now. I've moved, as I just mentioned, I've moved countries um, to, I'm now in England. um, And I think because I've been like way busier um, that I'm not like really snacking. And so it really was like a boredom or like time filler thing for me whenever I was like alone or just like chilling, watching TV. Um, as we know, I really like to lay on the couch, and unfortunately, we don't have a couch yet here in, in Bristol. So um, I think basically I've just had no opportunity really to, to snack, which now that I'm talking about it, it makes me really sad. It's probably good. 
No, it's good. You know, sometimes like life circumstance has so much to do with the habits that you adopt, you know? Um, yeah. And you've got a great roommate. Shout out to Marissa. <laughs> Shout out to Marissa, who has most recently coined the term. Actually, she says her new aesthetic is um, a sleeping witch. And I think that's here to stay. So that's who my, who my roommate is. That's very much her vibe. <laughs> yes. Especially leading into these uh, later fall and winter months. Um, we'll see that side definitely yeah. come out a little more. But yeah, we don't have a couch yet because <laughs> she ordered a custom blue velvet <laughs> couch from France. So <laughs> it takes six to 12 weeks to make. We're in week six since she's ordered it. So um, TBD, hopefully we get it in time for the new year. Honestly, I'm not like too hopeful though. Um, so we've been laying on the floor um, watching TV. <laughs> I like that. It's very minimalist. You know, you guys are uh, advocates for the future <laughs> until you get yeah. the couch. <laughs> until we get the couch and then back to my regular scheduled programming. Actually, no, hopefully I'll make this no snacking thing uh, a real thing. You know, snack when you're hungry, people. Um, that's what I've learned basically from this journey, but I'd never actually intended to change anything. Maybe that's when the most change comes, you know, it's just like subconscious. Oh, for sure. You like attract so much of the change in your life that you didn't know you needed when you're not even looking for it. There we go. So thanks for asking about the snacking. Yes. Um, I didn't even realize I hadn't, hadn't really snacked in a while. Good for me. That's fantastic. For our listeners, uh, what motivated the move to the UK? And how long will you be there? Yes. um, I am staying with my, the same company I have been with since graduating. So the same job that took me to Finland has now brought me to the UK. Um, So yeah, I got here about five weeks ago, five weeks ago tomorrow. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I decided why not? I've stay abroad um I think that's my ultimate life goal is to stay abroad not just given certain recent situations with the U.S. but um it's just generally what I've been looking to do so I'm super pumped to have made it to the UK um even though COVID situation here is definitely worsening um at this time but I'm glad to have like been able to move in um and start to get settled yeah all this what are your first impressions of the uk i would say people there's definitely like seems to be more going on or like more people out and about um like any time of day or of the week um, which is cool. Brist- I do live in the city center of Bristol, so that might also be why um, there's a lot of like main shops nearby, main bus stops, um, and tons of like food options. So I kind of like that it feels like not it's not a big city at all, but like it feels like a city, and there's a hustle and bustle. Um, so a little more populated. <laughs> A little more populated, but it's actually smaller than Helsinki size-wise and, I think, population-wise. But it's, like, 
less spread out, if that makes sense. I don't know. There's like less neighborhoods. I guess that just goes with it being smaller. Um, So, yeah. Um, And then I've met a couple of, like, new friends of friends. So that's been exciting. Um, I kind of did the same in Helsinki and met some of my great, like, Finnish friends that way. Um, So I... I'm trying to like keep that up. Um, but yeah, I, I would say people are pretty friendly um, and it's pretty busy, which I like seeing things like things happening, if that makes sense. <laughs> Not like a yeah. sleepy town. <laughs> no, for sure. As like, I love, I, I always thought I needed the busyness of, you know, growing up in Chicago and then going to school mm-hmm. in Boston. I was just used to these really like active cities. Um, I do really like the piece here, but my, my dad was one that was actually very like jarred by it. And every time I mentioned, I was like, oh, you guys should come to, you guys should just move to Finland too. He's like, oh no, 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 no. He's like, I couldn't live there. Like, it's too quiet. There's like nobody around. Um, <laughs> Everyone stands far away from me, <laughs> just so even true. without COVID. <laughs> so true. No, I, I think like Helsinki. I loved Helsinki. Like it definitely grew on me. I think I've alluded to the fact on a couple other episodes that like, or another episode in the past that it did take time getting used to. I think that just comes with. Um, moving anywhere new um, no matter where in the world it is if it's in like your same state or country or abroad um, whether you know someone there or not like it definitely takes adjustment Um, but I was and still am like sad that I had to leave Finland but I know for me it was like the right move right yeah but what what are what have I missed the past five weeks? Um, can you please fill us in on this new like project you've been working on? Yeah, no. So uh, some of the excitement and that happened in my life this summer is um, that over the past like couple of months, I have been working on a movie um, in in acting capacity. Yeah. Uh, so I that think is crazy. It's super cool. I I think I've probably shared on previous episodes, so I definitely have a history of um, acting. I've done a lot of theater for many years. Um, I've never performed for film, um, so this is my, my first time. But um, I met this uh, director and a screenplay writer through um, one of my friends that I knew through theater uh, and... Uh, he reached out asking for feedback, not only on the script that he was writing, um, but then he asked me for, um, you know, like videos of myself performing, even though I'd mentioned I'd never done anything on film. Uh, and a couple of weeks later, he reached out to me asking me if I was interested in um, playing one of the leads in his film, uh, wow. which was, yeah, I was incredibly honored and he's a great director and I'm just, we're just working on this phenomenal script. Uh, if you guys kind of want to follow the journey, it's at the devotionals movie on Instagram. Um, we're sharing a lot of like images and like clips of things happening behind the scenes as we're putting the film together. Um, it's a really cool kind of like dark thriller action comedy. Oh, wow. It hits a lot. I love thrillers um but how is it also a comedy is it like dry humor sprinkled in or what 
it's like dark humor, very much dark yeah. humor. I think if, if any folks that have been like following me on social media have definitely seen some very dark images. Let's just say that my, my character goes through some stuff. <laughs> oh, um, um, I was going to ask, like, what is the main difference? Or I'm sure there's tons of differences, but maybe top two differences or things you had to adjust from like theater performing and acting to um to film yeah i think the the key thing is definitely projection and it's like i'm fighting every instinct that i've worked over a decade to develop right like these gestures and these vocal not even i wouldn't say like vocal fillers but these like uh exclamations that you make like uh just things that you do with your voice to convey a certain emotion that is necessary when you are trying to perform for the back row of a theater. But uh, I think our director, like, you know, was giving us these great analogies and he was saying um, performing for the stage is like performing surgery with a scalpel and performing for the screen is like performing surgery with a laser. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, for me, that I think that really, really stuck. It was a really, really good visual. And just thinking about the fact that the camera captures everything. Um, so, I don't need to like exaggerate the the facial emotions. Mm-hmm. Like I can really just let things be organic. Um, and having to constantly remind myself to have that restraint um, was definitely the big, I think, like difference. Um, yeah, that's otherwise... completely yeah, like you said, completely different than what you've built up over the years. So that must be really hard. But I'm sure you've got it down pat now because you've been you've been acting in this all summer right yeah i took a a week off in august where we did a lot of the like primary on-site uh shooting and then Mm -hmm. i actually just went out back this weekend to do a couple more um location specific shots and then i think we just have a couple more days of shooting left before it's a wrap on filming and things go into post-production that is crazy so um have you like how does IMDb work? Like, will you just miraculously get a page or do you create your page or do you have an agent that I'm unaware of that's creating your page? I must like star you on IMDb. Uh, Yeah. I have no idea, but you know what? If there are any agents out there that are listening to this and you want a rising star on your list of uh, employees, please reach out. Um, I'm not really sure how all the IMDb stuff works, but you know, (laughs) I'm sure I will learn soon enough. So be on the lookout kids. Maybe within a year, if you type my name into IMDb, there'll be something there. I'm sure sooner than a year. Uh, Well, as soon as the movie gets released, I'm not, do you know how long, like is post-production like editing everything? Like I'm clueless to. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of like, you know, editing. Um, I like learning so much about the process that I didn't know before either. So for example, I, it now seems like such a duh, but um, I also will have to go in at some point this winter or later this fall to do um, like voiceover work. Um, Because fun fact, they don't use all of the audio that they record on set. Um, because you pick up a lot of other background noises and things like that. And maybe the noise levels aren't, aren't accurate. So I think once they've done enough editing that they've picked out the like cuts that they intend to use, I will have to go and like voice over my own voice, uh, in a sound booth. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I feel like when I see some TV shows I can, or, and some like TV movies, I can 
tell when it's a voiceover, but I feel like I've never thought that they do that for everything. Like I yeah. just hear it only randomly. So it, it sounds like it's maybe every like thing that gets released has like way more voiceovers than you think. Yeah, for sure. I think if you want something to be really crisp and like clean, then it, it makes sense. And I just had never thought about it before. But yeah, yeah. So it's things like that. They they have lots of editing. There's some animations that need to be made for the film. What? That will also be happening. Yeah, there's there's it's like a very very cool, uh, cool project. I shout out to Valtteri Leinkare, which I believe is how you pronounce his last name, um, who is the director and the. Um, author of the screenplay. He is awesome. And then shout out to the guys from Stone Films who uh, are our production team and all my fellow actors. It's so great. That's amazing. This is a huge project and huge accomplishment. I can't wait to for you to send it to me or like tell me how I can watch it, pay for it, obviously, and watch it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Movie. The target is to get it uh, to play at a indie film festival in the UK in fall of next year so don't you worry <laughs> i will send deeds because you guys might be some of the first audiences to see it <laughs> that would be so cool i want to go to an indie film festival and be like i know one of the actors and <laughs> be like i know that guy <laughs> hopefully i'll be there too you know <laughs> oh yeah um, uh, at that point they've got to allow people to travel right actually i think let's... they're allowing people to travel in general yeah, I mean, I technically should be in the UK in two weeks, so what? we'll see. I'm going to support uh, uh, some oh. business trip. Are you Exeter? Mm-hmm. I'll be in Exeter. Okay. Oh my god, me too. Well, Wait, stop. I can't wait to see you in real life. Let's get dinner. <laughs> <laughs> this I is this. Okay, we'll do this offline, but amazing. Uh. Love it, yes. Um, cool. Well, Bianca... I wanted to, in the tradition of this podcast, ask you some advice. Oh, okay. Back to our roots. Yeah, back to our roots. I, um, you know, seeing as how you've undergone this big change, one of the first things I wanted to ask you, it's what, what have you learned from your time in Finland? What wisdom can you pass down to me? Pass down to you. Ooh, um, that's going to be hard. Um, I think... One of the, when other people ask me, like, am I happy I moved to Finland or like, what are my takeaways from Finland? Um, I feel like you're in the same boat as me with what I'm about to say, but um, I feel like I really learned um, to like that there's more to life than just like work, making a salary um, and yeah, basically having your weekends and going back to work. Um, that is how I feel like I was brought up um, in the U.S. So it was really cool to live and experience a different culture, the Finnish culture that really does value um, work-life balance and um, kind of exploring the other areas of life that can bring you happiness um, and not having like work take over. I think we were in a unique position being in Finland um, with our job. It definitely still was really hard and time consuming. Um, but like working with Finnish people directly, I feel like I learned a lot from them too. Um, Cause they were also in the same boat working on this, the same um, 
project. Um, but yeah, we, we did not only, you know, worry about work or anything like that. So I feel like that's the main takeaway for me. Um, and trying to just, you know, remember that moving forward, um, in my life and hopefully impart that to others. Um, you already probably have it down pat though, obviously you've been there longer than me. (laughs) I don't know if you have any thoughts on like that aspect of living in Finland. No, for sure. I, uh, I think it's one of the things I'm the most grateful for. Um, Mm I remember I I tell people that I don't feel like I've really encountered much culture shock since moving here. Mm -hmm. Um, I do remember feeling some like friction professionally just because I think the expectation that we would set for ourselves as Americans was so different from that that we experienced from our colleagues. Um, And I just something eventually clicked and I really started to understand like the priority of like family and additional responsibilities and really like the work-life balance that um, we experienced here that I think, you know, once it really started kind of impacting the way that we started thinking and the way that we started living our lives here um, significantly improved like my quality of life. I mean, obviously I'm telling you here about the fact that I like just went off to work for a film and, you know, I was in a musical last year and, I've had time to, you know, nurture this like wonderful, healthy relationship that I have. Um, It's all these things that I think are very much promoted in this culture that I absolutely love and adore and like lessons that I will never forget. Yeah. I'm so happy that like you've gotten to like see those passions through and because in the States, We've alluded to it before, like we were traveling a lot um, and definitely like stretched a little more thin. Um, so I'm really glad, like like you said, we both got to kind of see this other side um, and hopefully continue it on. Yeah, so that's like a sure. number one thing. And then similarly, like related to culture, just um, generally like get to experience and read about and learn about um how the Finnish government operates um, nationally and um, just comparing that to how the, you know, the U.S. operates, you know, analyzing where the room, where's the room for improvement in the U.S. Not every country is perfect. Um, every country has areas in which, um, you know, will will draw criticism, in, including Finland, but... I definitely like wish um, more progressive uh, policies and stances in the U.S. Um, for the future. So I think I wouldn't have necessarily had that strong of an as strong of an opinion um, if I hadn't like lived in Finland and experienced firsthand and heard firsthand um, and worked in the healthcare industry firsthand, like to see what you know, progressive policies, how they can help the population, um, and how a government can, um, support their constituents and how your tax money can be used for good programs, um, to keep you supported. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's also my big takeaway from living in Finland and, um, 
again, uh, going to see how I can hopefully help, you know, just as one person shape that future, um, a more progressive future for the U S I love that on that note, everybody make sure you're registered to vote and yes. do it. Exercise your damn right to vote. Um, it is um, did you critical. Submit your absentee? I did, although I am getting into yes. fights with the Cook County Clerk Office because, <gasps> well, I haven't submitted the ballot because I haven't gotten it yet. Um, oh, no. I was Please. supposed to get it by last Thursday, and then I emailed mm. them, and they said you'd get it this week. It is now Monday, and they haven't sent me, or now it's Tuesday, and they still haven't sent me anything. So it's time for me to badger again. Um, yeah. They do get back to me when I email them, but they just keep giving me these de- arbitrary dates by which, by when I will receive my ballot that I have not. Okay. <laughs> so maybe me well, putting on this podcast and putting them on blast is going to get me my put ballot. Put them on blast, tag them in, into the county <laughs> voters office. I don't know um, what the office is actually called. I bet they have an Insta, though. Like, everyone has an Instagram these days. So true. I refuse, <laughs> I refuse to not vote. <laughs> yeah, do me a favor. Everybody at, you know, cook county clerk's office in chicago be like where is salvador esparza's absentee ballot <laughs> oh are you getting it in the mail mail or email email that was the thing too i'm okay. just like and i've checked my spam folder my ju- like yeah. everything i'm just like it is not here like y- y'all i confirmed that it was on, the right email me address the pdf like yeah it's really not that hard to send an email ballot that's so frustrating. I hope you get it. I'm going to put them on blast after this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, ma'am. I got a second advice question for you. Oh, no. <laughs> what advice would you give to people who are also about to navigate a big life change in the near future? Ooh. Okay. Um, I would say have confidence going into this big life change Um, really make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons um, and you've put some thought behind it um, and always remember that you have a support system whether that's family friends, new people you'll meet um, with this big life change um, and you can always reach out to others because you don't want to go through anything alone. Um, but I would say going through it with going into it with in the right headspace and that confidence, um, will put you on the right foot to get started. Um, and I know it sounds cheesy, but always, um, having a positive mentality when these big shifts happen, I think has really made a difference for me. Um, and kind of visualizing what you really want to get out of this big change um, and keeping that as a reminder in the back of your head of why you're doing it. Um, again, if it's something that you want to do. Um, yeah, that that's what's helped me kind of do these big moves, big changes. Um, I know mine have only, the main ones have been moving countries. I've kept the same... I'm, I'm lucky that I've kept the same job, um, definitely changing projects and, and customers in that way. But um, I think just having that confidence and positive mentality and remembering your support system to help get you through and guide you through um, 
is the is the main advice yeah i love that i feel like i know it's like it's universal and definitely applies i mean you know you could be talking to someone who might be getting married or buying a house or you know having a child um it's good to keep these things in mind you know i think as you were describing it i've definitely read this book that talks about like the big why like um it particularly talks about like changing your like health habits for the better but that in order to really see and like navigate this fundamental like change you need to like always understand your big why like why are you doing this so exactly um and i think yeah i i've always like toyed with the idea of like um again back to me like traveling or, or living other places but like could i like see myself like taking a year off work and like traveling around and then I have to step back and be like, why would I want to do that? Like, what would I hope to get out of it? Um, Cause it sounds really good on paper or like, you know, maybe you see people on Instagram, like your influencers or bloggers or whoever I know I do that seem like they're just traveling um, at least, you know, pre COVID times. Um, and it looks like so great, but like, every time I that thought crosses my head or just kind of like spitballing with friends of like wouldn't that be great I can't seem to kind of like wrap my head around it and I think it's because I can't I don't have that why of that would be the driver and yeah like reasoning for it so all about taking my month-long vacation shout out sabbatical where I got stuck abroad but yes um, (laughs) but I think yeah like just generally having the why like you said as the motivator and and that anchoring um will really you know make sure you're on the right path and accepting of any big change or life shift that's upcoming i love it oh you're so wise Uh, bianca am i am i so wise (laughs) um no but in all seriousness this was like this was your idea, Salvador. Remember back in the day? I don't even know when it was. Was it 2019? That when beloved did we year. Do yeah. I think it was the auction in 2019. Maybe it was 2020. Um, and you bid on my life advice and made it this creative, fun outlet. Um, and yeah, I'm so thankful that you thought of this podcast because how would I have started my career, you know, to get famous? Um, yeah, exactly. This, this was just the launching you. pad. No, I am so grateful that you joined me on this journey. I, you know, this was originally born from the idea that like, you know, I, I fought tooth and nail for this life advice. Um, and folks around us were like, well, we want to like hear what you ask and what Bianca says. Um, so yeah, and we recorded just that first instance to see how it would go. And it was great. We just kept going from there. And I think folks had great questions and it's just been absolutely lovely having all these great conversations with you. <sighs> I think I'll never forget chilling in your apartment doing it and then transitioning over skype during social distancing learning how to do the virtual yeah it's been a learning experience (laughs) so true 
But I think before we start wrapping up, I did want to bring one thing. So our last episode, we had uh, indicated that for our next episode, we were going to tell people's futures. Um, Y'all were sleeping on us, meaning nobody submitted any uh, requests for us to tell them their future. So what I'm thinking we should do is tell each other our futures. Okay. Look into my crystal ball for Salvador. Uh-huh. I can do that. Um, do we have, like, I mean, I'm just checking my crystal ball in front of me, and I'm just going to say what comes up, you know? Um, I think for Salvador, what I see for you in the future um, is you do move out of Kalio. Um, okay. You you. You find a new place. You're still in Helsinki proper, um, but you're in a different flat, um, dare I say, with your significant other. <laughs> I like, um, I like. You like that? Okay, great. Um, I can't picture, I can't, I'm not getting a read on the neighborhood, but definitely um, out of your current flat in Kalio. Okay. Um, you're also gonna get an IMDb page by this time next year. Yeah. Um, and your film will win an accolade at the Indie Film Fest. Um, you will then, because of the Indie Film Fest, get more offers for other film um opportunities and you'll have to decide between a few different projects because you can't be working and in more than one film at a time you know it's as you just talked about it's a lot of um time commitment um so that you'll definitely have another project in film going on um next fall slash winter um and then I think I'm going to, I also see you out on the, on the farm, you know, and you're helping, uh, work, work there and get things, get things in good shape, um, with your boo, um, you know, because it's a partnership and, um, I could totally be a farm wife, you know, (laughs) but I mean, you're still in Helsinki though. You haven't moved from there yet. Um, and ultimately I think Finland overall for you, but I don't know if you'll just stick in Hel- stick around in Helsinki. Um, you'll definitely get a monkey because you're Finnish at that point and that's your summer home. Um, did I say that right? It's monkey, right? Monkey, yeah. Monkey. I get it confused with game. Monkey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And honestly, I think Finland is is the is the spot for you. That's what my crystal ball is saying. I love it. I'm not gonna fight that. That sounds lovely. (laughs) Okay, but I'm gonna see you at that film festival. Okay, I'm gonna see you in two weeks in Exeter, but also at that film festival. (laughs) Also the film festival. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Oh well, thank you for looking into your crystal ball. Let me get my um, my cauldron going. You know, start Ooh, cauldron. The pen. Yes. Scene? The pen. Oh, 
Well, pensive is where you store your memories, I think. Memories. Yeah. Okay, I'm just I'm gonna stir some wolf's bane and something of newt, whatever it is. <laughs> and look into Someone's the mist. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put in Marissa's <laughs> crusty ass fingernail. <laughs> some of Kerrigan and Vandenbach. Crusty socks and Kerrigan's um, dirty fingernails. <laughs> um, but as I look into the crystal ball, I see, you know, 2021 in your near future, coronavirus is going to go away. And suddenly mm. the life of Bristol and your life in the UK will absolutely explode. You'll make tons and tons of new friends you'll have a little bit of drama you know a couple of alpha females fighting for being top bitch but naturally you will overcome you will establish your dominance in the bristol social scene i imagine them naming a club after you by about 2022 um where they'll have a specific set of cocktails named after like funny stories about your life um, it's going to be a huge source of revenue for you because obviously you'll be one of the top investors um, mm. of this establishment. So you'll start creating like a little bit of a nest egg for yourself in the UK. Um, and by about 2022, when you're starting to think, okay, maybe it's time for me to like wrap things up and uh, move on, you're going to fall in love with a wonderful British boy who's going to offer you the world and he'll have an estate um, and a title and of course, your roommate will be absolutely furious because that's what she's always wanted. Um, but by this point, she'll have found her own and, you know, she'll be doing her thing. So you'll have your boy with the land and title. Um, but once, you know, you guys get to the proposal stage by about 2024, um, I think you'll realize that you are so much better than him. Um, he never quite treated you right. You know, he was always leaving you for the boys. Um, so while, oh, oh, and I forgot to mention in, in this entire time, you actually just completely and totally climbed the ranks of our current job, um, and are running the damn thing. Um, so that's why you leave him. You're like, uh, excuse me. I am a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. I don't need your land. I don't need your title. Like you just, all you do is sit there and play PS seven or whatever's out by now. Um, so she has had it. Yes, <laughs> you will grab your bags um, and you will run away to Germany. Um, Germany? Where... Deutschland? Yeah, it's Deutschland because actually this entire time you've secretly been having an affair with this wonderful German businessman who is finally your intellectual and professional equal and you two will marry and have exactly 3.2 children and 1.7 dogs um, and you'll own this enormous property and you'll spend your weekends uh, summering or no, you'll spend your summers vacationing on your private island until you're Holy. 79 and die of natural causes. 79 kind of young, Salvador. Okay, 127. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, wow. You really just took me all the way through. I have been watching a lot of dark on Netflix, and that's in German, so honestly, foreshadowing. Did I nail sure. it? Oh my God. You nailed it. <laughs> I think that you have a wonderful insane. life. Okay, ahead I literally of you. wrote down what you said, though, and we're gonna have our check-ins. Yes. I'm gonna text you on this day next year. 
let you know how 2021 is going. <laughs> oh no, we're yeah. gonna see each other at the film festival. Right. <laughs> Which at that point you should already have the business plans for opening up your bar. Right. And right. I am in the social scene and um the head um head bitch, as yeah, you said. Exactly. <laughs> Top bitch. <laughs> Top bitch. Excuse me. Um, I love it. And I'm literally holding myself to this plan. I love it. Or the, I mean, not a plan, but it literally is seeing the future. Mm-hmm. I am very well known for my psychic readings to be 100% accurate. Your money guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Money back guaranteed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> money back guaranteed. Love it. <laughs> Um, my mom's gonna be upset that I got a free psychic reading. <laughs> <laughs> Does she not believe in them? No, I think she might. She might pay for one. I'll just oh. tell her to call you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> uh, well, Bianca, thank you so much for everything. I think to our listeners, this is our last episode. This is the last episode. Uh, it's been so fun um but we're lucky because salvador you are continuing on the podcast journey i am yeah i think this has been a really fun learning experience i really enjoy this uh as a medium i enjoy listening to podcasts um and i have been experimenting with a second podcast very unrelated to this um my friend levin and i who is actually in the film with me as well we have been doing a horror movie review podcast called the boogeyman podcast which you can find on spotify itunes and wherever you get your podcasts also i now have a doggy um so yeah i would say if you guys want to stay in tune with uh future projects that i'm working on please um check us out um we are slowly working on starting to get more of a rhythm going um and really kind of figuring out our format but levin and i are uh elated to share this with you guys and honestly the dude cracks me up you are in for some serious laughs so definitely tune in cannot recommend it enough i already listened to the first episode got the other two queued up um, it's it's a really fun uh, theme that they've got going. So I'm super pumped to continue lis- listening to you there. And this has been amazing, Salvador. Again, thanks for putting it all together, getting me into this creative outlet. Um, we're maybe like honestly, we say it's the last episode, but never say never. Yeah, I was gonna say we should we should do an ad hoc check in here or there just to see how things are going. <laughs> I feel like we could come maybe up with some pretty fun life updates. Yeah, and my fun, um, social life in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your journey to becoming top bitch. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in, and remember, sign up to vote. Vote for Biden. Vote for Biden, to be clear. <laughs> Bye, everyone.